0: Road fans, Homage t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from
1: time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Homage has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years. From the NBA to the ultimate warrior, you know, the tea that LeBron wore on the plane after leading the Cavs to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, Homage tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Go to homage.com, that's H-O-M-A-G-E, and pay homage with your favorite tea. Be sure to check out the NBA GM tees and one exclusively made for me and you. Better yet, three other teas designed specific to the road tripping fam you'll want to check out. We're road tripping at homage.com. dot com. Welcome to another edition of Road Trip in Richard vs. Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. In this episode, we like to call a trip down memory lane. For Cavs fans, you will thoroughly enjoy, I'm willing to bet, for Warriors fans and or all those Harrison Barnes fans especially, it may be a little tough to listen to just from the simple fact that, thanks to both of these guys, episode 73 brings you a very enlightening chat where Richard and Harrison go all in about the 2016 NBA Finals. These guys make real, look easy, and remind us all just what being a champion, along with what comes with being a champion, is all about. And then, of course, there's plenty more. Trust me, you'll want to stay for the whole thing. Richard, it's all yours.
0: I just want to say this, with an extreme amount of technical difficulties, we pray this thing is working, Uh, but... One that it's not. One, one. Thanks, thank you, Joe from the Cavs, and allie One and Ali Two for teaming up to figuring out what was wrong with this thing. Uh, but we have the one and only HB on the podcast, Harrison Barnes. And uh, okay, Allie Sturum. Well done. Hey, it's my, only
1: how many podcasts did we well, can pronounce well, my last
0: name? For Se, 70, <laughs> but, you know, thanks for that, Harrison. So Harrison Barnes is here. How you doing, Harrison?
2: Can't complain now that we've got it started. How are you guys?
0: Oh wow! Now I'm he wants well. to complain. Uh, I'm doing a lot better now that we can figure out this thing. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I'm I'm impressed. You got it done. I you did. were this uh, close I to giving up. He didn't
0: get it done. Let, That's let's, true. Let's be real. Allie won and Joe. Yeah, I was really really close to uh, I was really really close to quitting. Uh, but we have you here.
1: Yes, <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you for coming and being right. patient. Uh, yeah,
2: no
0: problem. No problem. Uh, on, on your day off, Harrison. Yeah, yeah, on my day off. Yeah,
2: well, so what What year is this now for you? It's year six. Holy shit. Year I had six. you as a rookie. I know. I thought you were going to retire that year. I too, thought right?
1: I was going to. Th- <laughs> He's I like, I he, was, I, I I was, was thinking of
0: I, I literally thought I was going to retire six times in those six
2: years.
1: <laughs> six years later, you still so What to-
2: was he like as a vet? Oh, RJ was great. Man. <laughs> he used to have these epic. And I mean, epic one-on-one battles every day with yeah. Kent Bazemore. Yes. They would go at it in the block. Because, you know, back then it was all about the logo game, right? Yeah, right. right. It was a, a logo game God. instructor. You know, <laughs> know, so he, would, he would go in and they'd play one-on-one. And I remember one day, you know, it got a little heated between them and Kent was yelling, you know, pass the torch. You know, pass the torch. Next thing we know, I mean, Kent's car was full of popcorn. Popcorn. You know, yeah, yeah, we talk, we've talked. we talked about the popcorn.
1: I well, heard about that.
2: Yeah,
0: well, my, my thing with yeah. Kent is that he was a little on the skinny side, right? <laughs> yeah. he, was a little, he was a little on the skinny side. But quick, but quick. Very quick and yeah. long and athletic, but he yeah. just needed to learn the physicality of the game. He didn't have like that natural physicality yet. Yeah. And but I he thought, got it, though. He got it. And yeah. I, not that I'm going to take full credit, but I was in his wedding. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take full credit for it, but yeah, I, I was in his wedding. So uh, yeah, man. So HB, man, we've come a long way, you and I. Long way, long way. Because no bullshit. That first year in Golden State, we were terrible, and then they drafted you, drafted, mm-hmm. um, drafted Kent, drafted Draymond. That Festus was Festus too. Festus. Then that was Clay's second year.
2: Yeah.
0: And so that was my that was literally my first year, really like not playing, and that was my first year considering retirement. <laughs> 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 that was my first year considering retirement, and so I was just like. What the fuck am I going to do, right? So I was like, ah, let's just mentor these young boys, right? Because you guys were good. And then the next year I left. Um, that year, the next year they fired Mark Jackson, right? Uh, I don't know how, but some some way I just blamed you. And then...
2: <laughs> I, I ended up becoming the sacrificial goat for that one. Okay. Yeah.
0: And, okay. then, and then the next year you guys brought in Steve... Um, and you guys added Luke. You guys needed more Wildcats. That's really what it was.
2: Mm. Oh, the San Diego Wildcats. Rats, I mean, they're strong. They're strong,
0: they're strong. really strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had Q, you had a Q. Yeah, the Q. And then you guys won a championship, man. Yeah. Yeah. How was that?
2: Man, it was. Uh, it was. It was a crazy two years. I mean, could you go from literally getting knocked down in the first round of playoffs mm-hmm. against the Clippers? You know, all the Donald Sterling stuff and all that. So remember I'm on the phone with uh Coach Kerr, you know, during the Western Conference Finals, right? And he's watching the Spurs play. He's like, man, honestly, I just I just think we can be in the Western Conference Finals next year. I'm like, You're this spook. guy's never coached before, man. He has no, no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you play with MJ and all that, but right. like, you know, it's, it's really hard. Like we're, we're a first round exit team. And then man, I mean, you know, he came in that next year. Uh, you know, he he tinkered the lineups a little bit. But, I mean, he just got everyone just playing just in a pass-flow type yeah. of offense. And, I mean, it just it just changed everything. So it was –
1: changed the do, do you I think, think –
0: But we, we talk about this a lot. Like, do you think some of that shit is luck? Because we could talk about tweaking the offense, but it was like David Lee gets hurt. Now, he was an all-star, two-time all-star. He was an all-star two years prior. But remember, he got hurt at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So then Draymond started, and, yeah. and then you guys were rolling. Yeah. But had he not – had that not – occurred, like David Lee was your starting power forward. Had always been your starting power forward since y'all signed. But then that forced D Lee to the bench. Right? Yeah. And so it was like that was a little bit of luck that
2: kind of I mean if he doesn't get hurt, I don't I don't have the, the playoff run I have in my rookie year either though. Yeah. So I mean it's kind of
1: it's but you could say out. that about so many things, which yeah. is like you know what I mean. But
0: most things like that don't lead to, to multiple championships. <laughs> yes, no, that's no, what I'm yeah. yeah, yeah. M- no, multiple I, things
2: I don't want to I don't want to say it's luck. I mean it's
0: not luck, luck but it was just uh, uh, something that negative happened that was turned into something extremely fortunate.
2: Well, I mean, you could look at it and say it was bad drafting. I mean, mm-hmm. for literally, I mean, to have that team, to have that skeleton kind of there. I mean, when you look when you look back, you're like, man, you know, what teams passed on, you know, Steph, Clay. I mean, Draymond, I mean, Festus... Guys that didn't think that. The fact
0: that San Antonio gave me away. It was just like, you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just, if you think about it, it's crazy. You know, the fact that you know Andre was able to sign, you know, mm-hmm. you know Mo Space, mm-hmm. Leandro Barbosa, I mean, all these different guys. You're just like Sean Livingston. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, people are like, all oh, right, these guys are over the hill. These guys can't come together. I mean, it was just kind of a crazy circumstance of how everything came together, so.
1: What was Steve like as a coach?
2: Oh, he was great. He was great. He was super laid back. Um I think you know we were we were winning a lot of games. Mm-hmm. So I think that helped. It, yeah, you know, oh, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it kind of yeah. helped. You know, keep the keep the laid back atmosphere. But no, nah, he was really good. Just I think being a player, you know, he kind of understood like oh, these are things that you know players like. These are things that a lot of coaches do. These are things that I hate that coaches did. So right. then I'm just not going to do those. Yeah. So then like it was a it was a very just free atmosphere.
1: I had heard that he does a lot of team dinners and things like that, just a lot of camaraderie stuff. Oh, that yeah. yeah, and I I thought that was really cool hearing that and kind of behind-the-scenes stuff of what he does when the guys are off the court
2: yeah now he went to bat major for us um back when i was on golden state with like the whole like team dinner things like making sure like you know team takes care of it making sure that like it's like a it's a thing where like if you have people who are in town like th- your friends can come to team dinner like your family can and come to team dinner, awesome. like it's 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 a it's a family atmosphere right it's one thing to just say it and it's like oh yeah we're a family but like you know you guys just do team dinner on your own but like he would encourage guys to go and do it and it wouldn't be like he would be there like supervising he'd be like hey you guys you know we got a you know restaurant here you know got the back room you guys go you know have fun do your thing thing. how much
1: do you think that helped then on the court in terms of just having that camaraderie
2: I mean it helped a lot I mean our day can speak for it my rookie year we were a soup, we were just a, a close team. Yeah. Like we just, we did a lot of stuff together. I mean, win or lose, you know what I'm saying? We were just always tight. And I think that really kind of carried on from the years, you know, as things kept going, that we just always like, we just enjoyed being around each other, you know? I mean, whether we were a 47 win team or a 50 win team or whatever. Um, you know, we are always just close And hanging out
0: mm-hmm. No
2: Yeah You guys Or
0: a 73 win team <laughs> I mean you know You know Yeah It's so funny No but that Okay let, Let's go back Like your first year In the league Right yeah. So you start every game yeah um mm-hmm. i'm constantly on you i'm like HB. <laughs> yeah. i'm like
2: Am I, you know, I, 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 used, I used to dunk this you know back in the day I mean, yeah, That's back I. When I and tried. i'm like yo
0: hb why did you dunk that he's like man i don't know i just jumped and ran out of talent right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like i was like and i used to always give hb shit but the other part that oh. i was like i would always be like yo hb you gotta shoot more She's like, well, they didn't call a play for me. And I can't go to the offensive glass and I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, (laughs) all those things, HB, I get that. But they're going to play you 30-plus minutes. Like You have to find ways to just be ultra-aggressive. One thing I want to know is after that year, okay, I leave, how did you handle – you were all-rookie team, top-10 draft pick. They make the playoffs for the first, first time. Uh, in x amount of years we actually go to the second round up two one against san antonio like the dream kind of season that golden state hadn't envisioned you're the starting small forward you actually went to power forward when david lee went down and then they bring in andre iguodala right now andre's my guy um know andre really well but that's kind of crazy when you have a top 10 pick that like did everything that you expected. He helped lead your team to the playoffs, and then you go sign an Olympian and All-Star to a borderline max contract. I'm not saying that there was a little tension, but I knew <laughs> I, I I knew a couple of people in the circle, and I was like, how's HB, ha- how's HB handling that? And they were like, let's just say that the small forward is a very competitive position right now. How, how did you handle that?
2: Man, I mean, that was, honestly, that was... That was, since I've been in the league, the sec, probably the second toughest moment mm-hmm. that I've had. You know, just kind of, you know, you're a rookie. You kind of really don't understand things. You know, you're like, oh, okay, you know, I've, I've been playing well. I've been doing my job. but then kind of understanding, one, the business yes. of the NBA. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, shoot, they just, they just signed somebody over me. You know, mm-hmm. they just, and this guy's projected to start this and the third. But, um, two, it allowed me to just kind of also understand what, what like, winning basketball takes. Like
0: a lot of talent,
2: a, a lot of talent. You know, I mean, you, you know, you, everyone's always talking about, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes for the team to win. You know, oh yeah, you know, just you know, I'll give up shots, and I'll do that. But it's one
1: thing to say it, though; and one
2: thing to do it. You always envision yourself saying that as you're on the floor. So it's like, oh no, I'll be <laughs> right. playing, but like, right. oh yeah, I'm fighting to give a few shots. But Then it's like, no, I'm gonna come off the bench. Like, yeah, I've never come off the bench before. Then it's like the ego thing, where it's like, you know, you're like your ego's on the ground. You know, it's like. You know what, what am I doing? You know you kind of like sitting up at night, like, Do I even, should I even be in this league? Like, you know what? Yeah, you know, I just I was exactly. starting last year, yeah. I got my spot taken from me. And then on top of that, I didn't play well, so that was just oh yeah, you, you did know, not more... play well. Yeah. Not, not, what? No. This, no, I was I, I was no, awful. No, but this is this is this, is this is
0: this is my guy. So whenever I would see him, I'd be like, yo, what the, what the fuck are you doing, man? He was like, man, well, you got me coming off the bench. I'm like, that's fine. Basketball's still <laughs> basketball, HB. Uh, yeah. And then on top of it, you guys lose in the first round. So yeah. like, they bring in Andre, um, and they move you to the bench as six man, mm. and then you guys lose in the first round. So like there is, okay, we are all athletes, right? And we're all competitors. I'm not saying that there's like happiness in failure, but there's like, hey guys, we went to the first, we went to the second round when I was starting (laughs) and I was a rookie. I'm not starting. We lose in the first round. Is anybody noticing anything? Right? Was it? We could, we could be out. No, no one's listening.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no one's listening except for the people that we uh, give this to. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it was kind of one of those things, like, I remember after game seven, it was just kind of like, I think I only played, like, 14 minutes or something. I played awful per usual that season. Yeah, yeah, I saw. And it was just kind of just, you're just sitting there like, you know, what am I going to, like, Like how do I, you know, bounce back from this, right? You know, because, like, at the end of the last year, you know, I had a, I had a concussion, right? So, like, yeah. I never, at the end of my first year, so I never really, like, had time of like, process season. I was like, oh, let me get through the concussion. Okay, cool. Let me work out. Let me get back into it, you know, go mm-hmm. from there. And then this season, that season, I was like, oh, man, what am I doing? Like,
1: Was there a uh, sense of nerves to you when you got out there because your minutes were a little bit more limited in terms of just being able to showcase yourself?
2: No, I mean, it was um, – so, like, when I was playing in the first unit, it was more of, like, like you just feed off these guys, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Steph and Clay, they're taking the lion's share of the shots. Yeah. So it was, like, you know, myself, David Lee, and Bo – well, David Lee was a you know, primary option, too, yeah. but – like you know, I was just trying to like feasting off them. You know, I kick out open shots, I'm off three bounds, maybe an occasional post up, and we're up twenty or down twenty. Like yeah. just little things like that. Right. My second year in the second unit, it was like just ISO heavy. Gotcha. Like every time I would get in, it was just like, oh, we're just giving my ISO. And I'm like, I'm playing with a different group where it's like you know the spacing was different. You know, my understanding of like the game was was not. Not to a level at which i was ready to do that
0: and you're a young player too so it's like you you get thrust into a situation where it's like okay i'm a starter i have one year of success okay let me build on that success right mm-hmm. that's what one people we yeah. went to the playoffs let me build on that success okay i know this is what steph does i know this is what clay does i know what these my unit does and you're you're a young player when you're in your like seventh year eighth year it just kind of becomes basketball where okay i'll yeah. figure it out so much quicker so now you're with a different unit. You're now basically becoming a rookie again, right? It, yeah. it quote unquote because you're going to the bench, you're playing with a different group of guys, you're you're trying no, to that's now a good point. you're trying to figure out things for a different standpoint. Right. Um, what what did you think about the coach Jackson firing? And I and I mean this because this was your coach, you had had success, like that was your guy. The next year they fire Coach Jackson, and I can be really honest. Like so, uh, Steve was texting me, and he was thinking about the Nick job. And or he was thinking about uh, the Golden State job, and I was like, and I had already been gone for a year, and I was like, dude, I was like, Steve, I don't know if that's the job you want. I don't know what they're really kind of doing over there. I was like, Mark Jackson had just gone to the playoffs two years in a row, right? Mm They've been successful, you know. They brought in Andre, and it was like again, you know, we can talk about Lacob and and you know how (laughs) how much he likes to stick out his chest how smart he was but like we all i know the truth you we know about him trying to trade clay for for kevin love right and you know they begged him not to do it and they kept saying like look clay is special like Clay and step together are special Absolutely. Like, and they're like, well, you know, the shots 100, the the three point shots per hundred processions yeah, is the exact the stats, same the as, as, as Kevin Love. <laughs> and, and with the space, stop it, listen. And so it was like, again, there's some luck that goes into this. Had they, 100%. had Steve came in and said like, oh yeah, let, let's get Kevin Love in here, right? <laughs> then Clay would be in Minnesota. Things might've been fun. different. Things might've been different. Very different, yeah. And so um, it, it, like when they trade, when they you know fired Mark Jackson, who had had, who, who was one of the most successful coaches to be fired in in three years, right? Like yeah, what were mean, your thoughts? We,
2: I mean, we'd won. I don't know about the year before I got there, but it was forty-seven my rookie year, and then fifty-one. Because I remember like when I first got to the league, you know, everyone's always like, oh, you know, you got to get to fifty wins. So fifty wins is like a it's a milestone, you know, it's a yeah. milestone successful thing. And I think the Clippers had done it the, those two years as well. So we got to 51 and there had kind of been some, some stuff internally that had been kind of going on that kind of been brewing. So like when it happened, I mean, yeah, there was a part of me that was like shocked, like, wow, you know, this actually occurred. But then it's like, okay, then you can kind of look back in, in your memory and be like, okay, well, there were some certain instances here, there some things that, you know, some relationships that, you know, probably weren't great that probably led to this. So.
0: But it's still, it's still very rare, for a coach to show up, win 100 games in, oh, in two seasons absolutely. as a first year. This is the first time coaching, first time coaching. Uh, and I remember like Mark, you know, I love Mark. Like I had Mark, played against Mark. He was like he got his kind of broadcast start with the Yes Network. So he mm, used, to, okay. hang, yeah, he used <laughs> to hang out with me and Jay Kidd and Rod Thorne and he'd play cards with us. And he was Spades doing this, disp- yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> he was playing Tonk. He was playing Tonk and boo-ray. So okay. we would play cards all the time. And this was like my sixth year. And this is, you know, he got his first broadcast start there. I Kind of, I, I don't know if you were broadcasting before that, Mark. Don't quote me on that. But he did that. <laughs> so like we kind of developed a relationship. Yeah. And and then so when he got the job in Golden State and I was there, yeah. it was like he was like, I was like, Mark, you're my guy. I know I'm towards the end. I was at 12 years. I was like, whatever you need me to do. Like at, the, at, the at, at that time, I was at that, <laughs> towards the end. But it was just—it's very curious to see a guy like doing that. And so it was kind of—it was tough. But then you guys get Steve, and
2: I think that's that's also a reason why that the criticism and the backlash from that, like literally, I mean, if you fire a coach that wins 51 games, I mean, the first thing you're thinking is, okay, well, this coach, this next coach should come in. I mean, they had to win a bunch of games or win a championship to even just <laughs> to not, right? You know, yeah, not get completely crushed from it, yeah. And
0: well, Cleveland it's did hard
1: shoes to step into, yeah.
0: Well, Cleveland did the same thing. They had Blatt show up, but Blatt had not showed up to coach LeBron James. Blatt had showed up. Coach know, the Cavaliers. coach to coach the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah. with Kyrie, a young Tristan, all these guys. And they're in the number one pickup was going to be Andrew Wiggins. So he shows up to do this, and they're like, uh, no, I, I hate to break this to you, but LeBron James is coming back, and he's going to be the coach. And you, <laughs> you have to contribute to whatever he needs. And,
1: and, a and it's a
0: tough situation. Yeah, tough. And so for them to fire him. When you're the number one team in the Eastern Conference, they fired him because they just felt like we weren't getting enough out of it. And to the bring T. Lou in, very similar. Mid-season is a little different. 100%. Probably even worse. So, like, yeah. the only way after we went to the finals is for for T. Lou to be successful is for him to win a championship. Exactly. And it's tough. So you get Steve
2: and you get Luke. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. How is Luke? Did. I mean I I I loved Luke on staff, man. I mean, he was great. He he took over the torch of playing one on one in the post after he, have he <laughs> left. Did he? I mean, every day. I mean he was the thing about Luke is he just he just sees the game a little differently. He does. You know what I'm saying? Like his ability to pass, his ability to communicate. I think he just has a great feel with guys and just in terms of like like how to talk to them. Like yeah. I think that's one makes of makes
1: him a great coach, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, that's one of Coach Kerr's biggest trends too, but just you know, Luke, I mean, he's just great and he's hilarious. So oh, he's hilarious. It, just, it it was a good fit. Yeah.
0: So the listeners know like, you know, Luke Luke was my uh roommate in college and we used to have a lot of fun. But it was like before, <laughs> yeah. but, but in the part but you and you but now, but like to you have to be around Luke to know Luke. And and it, once you're around him and you know him, you love him. Right? Because 100%. you're just one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. And so it's like so, you know, when we were when LaVar Ball was doing all that, oh, you know, these guys don't want to play for him, I'm like then you don't know Luke. Not at all. No, you don't know Luke because if you know him and he's the most genuine... Like, he's one of those people that, like, you know me. I'm such a sarcastic asshole. I hate him. I hate him because everyone likes him. Right? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
0: he's one of those ones that I think he liked me... Our friendship was based on, like, I was kind of, I would say, like, the smart-ass, dickheadish things that, like, he wanted to say, but he didn't say because everyone liked him, and he liked the fact that everyone liked him. I just took that role. I was like, okay, look, everybody will like you, and then I'll be the friend that you have to explain, right? They're exactly. like, why do you hang out with Richard so much? It's like, I don't know. He's just kind of funny. He just makes me laugh. <laughs> it's all so, just like him. So, you know, yeah, that's why I said everyone kind of cracked joke. They're like, Luke was the slowest person in the world, just, like, come out to national anthems barely, would work out guys, but not really, just kind of just in slow-mo. Dude,
2: he, he was great, though. And I think that's why it's like, you know, when you hear reports about that, like, oh, you know, I don't like, you know, guys don't like Luke. I'm just like, no, nah, I mean, there's no way. There's no, there's way. no way.
0: There's no way. No way. And and, and it's good because, like, you know, people would hear me say this and think that I'm defending Luke because that's my guy when uh, LeVar Ball would say these things. But, you know, here we have you, a guy that had him as an assistant coach and stepped in and said, just like, no, no, no. Anyone that has Luke would play for Luke. Right, because yeah. even if he he's very similar to Steve, where it's like even if he's wrong, he's not too stubborn, he's not too much of a dick, Like he, you'll understand his thought process. He's a very good communicator, and, a good and just overall just a, a, a good dude. And so like those are the type of guys that that you want to play for. So Mark gets fired. You guys win the the asterix championship,
2: right? Wow. <sighs> I you know, I know RJ's got a big Cleveland fan base. I, mean, I, knew, that I knew some some jazz were coming here.
0: Well, they were going to come. They were going to come. I, I just wanted to ease into this. So you have Kevin Love goes out. But that, I don't count Kevin Love going out because, you know, that happened early. So whatever team you show up in the finals with is the team you show up in the finals with. Yeah. And then Kyrie goes off, has a good, I think, first game. Then he gets hurt in the second game.
2: Yeah, he got hurt in the first game.
0: He got hurt in the first game, right? I mean, you you were there. No, I wasn't. I wasn't on that team. Think oh. about it. I didn't. I was, yeah, I'm one and one versus you versus Golden State, as you are one and one versus Cleveland. I, f- I feel like you were there the first no, year. No, I, w- I was still in Dallas. I was still in oh, Dallas, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't there that first year. So you guys go, um, and Cleveland's up two one, and I'll never forget this. So I text Luke, right? And Luke, and I have no affiliation whatsoever with right? <laughs> yeah. I just, wa- just want to preface the statement. I have no affiliation, right? Yeah. But I'm watching this, because again, it's like, Luke is my guy, but I'm like, this motherfucker's got two championships. He's about to win a fucking another one. I can't stand this guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't stand this dude, right? This guy's gonna have three championships. I'm gonna have zero. So what do you text him? So no, so he's texting me and they go down 2-1, right? Delhi has that amazing, amazing game, oh. right? right? Yeah. He has an amazing game. And I texted Luke, I'm like, Luke, don't like, don't stress. Steph is built for this. Steph does this every day, every game. Delhi, love Delhi to death. That's my brother. I was like, Delhi's not built for this, right? And I say it from the standpoint of like, look, he had one good game, had two good games. Yeah, it's absolutely. going to be tough. That's the thing about the playoffs in the NBA. It's tough to do this over seven games. To
1: maintain, yeah. To
0: maintain this over seven games. And I was like, dude, you show up with a smile a lipper and you just say hey look we're gonna be just fine right you're just gonna we're gonna be just fine right yeah. and so like I'm sitting here rooting for Golden State like because yeah. you guys are my guys Luke, is, Luke and Steve are on the staff uh, I might what about have- you? What? And what Q, Q? I, I, obviously Q, Q's my guy. Yeah. You know, I love Q. Yeah. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm sitting here rooting for you guys, wanting you guys to win. And I'm just kind of, like, instilling confidence in Luke. Like, dude, like, you guys are fine. You guys are going to get this done. Like, don't worry, blah, blah, blah. You need to go to Cleveland. You need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm watching every game dissecting him. And so you guys, you know, you guys go on to win that series, you know, obviously with an asterisk because if Kyrie, you know. I say obviously with an asterisk. What do you mean?
2: I mean, is your is your championship an asterisk because Draymond didn't play Game Five? No, but people like to bring people that. People were complaining but, hey, but people, in the post game, but, but, press but, but about people
0: it? but people like to bring that up. We're gonna get to that next year. Don't worry. Oh, we're, okay. we're still no, on no, this right. year. I'm just asking, so I'm just, why it
2: gotta be an so, the, I, don't, I don't hear I don't hear the, the <laughs> peanut gallery over here agreeing that it's an asterisk.
0: She's from Cleveland, so be careful when you start talking about the peanut gallery, Iris. We, we got you. We got you. We got you. I'm, We'll talk later. We'll talk later. So, Cut the mics. He's <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. done. Yeah, he, he is. is he is. He is. Yeah. He is. So, Keeping so, an employee on the no, podcast. we're gonna keep
0: going. We're gonna keep go ahead, going. Good. Good. So, Kyrie goes out. Do you guys think it's in the bag? No. Okay.
2: I mean, LeBron had maybe the one of the greatest finals performances. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Ever.
0: He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. Andre goes and wins the MVP. Yep. You know. Ball. They, balling. it. That small ball, the deaf lineup. That, that. And so one of the things that I try to tell people, because I was here in Dallas when you guys yeah. did that small ball lineup, and you guys were doing it, like, at different times in the game. And you would switch everything and keep everybody in front, Draymond, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And you guys call it the deaf lineup, which which it was deaf line. It was a deaf line. <laughs> but one of the things that teams struggle with is, like, you don't understand, and this is why I have so much respect for Steve, so much respect. Because it's frustrating when you're around, not frustrating, but I've been on so many different teams and you yeah. see it's like, yo, you're going to try and play small today against Golden State, but they practice it every day, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. that's not their normal lineup, but they put this deaf lineup in and if you are you haven't practiced it, you haven't played against it, you're not ready for it. And so it was like you guys, I remember we were playing here in Dallas. Yeah. I don't know who was out, but I got a start, so I was guarding you, <laughs> right? How and was that?
2: Oh, it's great, it, just it, like all the time, just all the time. Because I, I like,
0: I'm not, I'm out in the court in a very competitive way, but it's more of like cracking jokes, right? Right? Yeah, <laughs> he no. cracks
2: a lot of jokes. He
0: cracks a lot of jokes. But it was like, I remember, like, you guys were up 20, you guys were up 20 in the fourth, and then you guys went to the so-called deaf lineup. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you guys went to the deaf lineup was like, okay, we have a cushion. Let's work on this. Let's work on this. Let's get film on this. Let's make sure that all of these guys get practice so that when we need it in an extreme situation, we're not putting guys into a situation that they're not ready for. They've been practicing this over and off during the year. So, you know, that was one of the things that, like, when you guys went to that lineup against, you know, Cleveland and... You know, you guys won that championship, but I digress. You guys win that championship year. Kyrie's out, Kevin's out. You know, they're two of their top players. That would be basically be like you guys winning the championship without Clay and let let's say without you, right? Like if, if you guys showed up in the finals and Clay's out, you're out. That's it's going to be a very very tough win. It'd be tough. So the next year, I. Did you guys have a bit of your chip on your shoulder when you guys had that 73-win season? Like, oh, people are kind of talking a little shit, saying, like, we had a, a lot of help to win this championship. Like, and we're going to prove them wrong. They were not, not prove them wrong, but more just like, oh, okay, we're still only average age of 24. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, it was, so it was crazy. So we, you know, it had been all this attention this whole year about 73. 73. Are you guys going for it? Are you not going for it? Mm-hmm. Luke was
0: coaching the first 20. What you guys start off, 25 and L?
2: Twenty twenty six and zero, Whew. Lost in Milwaukee. So I think it was like the last like three or four games of the season. Coach Kirk came in, he said something along the lines of, you know, look, let's just, you know, play these two games. You know, if we win these, we'll see how it goes. I think it was like a game in Memphis. If we win in Memphis, see how it goes, then we come back home. End up getting seventy three. So then the first two series that we played, um were were just not, not good basketball.
0: No, no. I mean, I think you guys were taught You guys were drained. People don't understand that. That's draining when yeah. you have that seventy three hanging over you, or seventy two more. You guys, ha- it was in your reach. And one thing that I remember, Luke, we were talking during that season, and he was that San Antonio won sixty seven or sixty eight games. Oh, you didn't games even hear a year. about it? No, you didn't hear about it because you guys were eclipsing. But it was like, dude, we had, we had, we have, have sixty nine wins, and we only have a game and a half
2: lead. Right? Yeah, like that exactly. was the thing.
0: So a, lot of right that, you know, so a lot of you guys continuing to win and play your guys is like, yo, you guys want home court over San Antonio. But people don't know that. San Antonio broke their record for best season ever for yeah. them, which is a big statement in San Antonio. You guys won 73. I think they won 68. So you guys weren't playing all the way for no reason like, you guys had a reason to continue to fight because if you wanted home court, you needed to keep winning games.
2: Absolutely. You know, so
0: it it was when you guys got to the playoffs, like you said, I'm sorry,
2: continue. Yeah, so, I mean, I think the the first two series, you know, we just, we were not playing well. I think there was some stat in the Portland series. It was like we'd only led by, like, for, like, eight minutes the entire series. I mean, they, they had been up in each and every game, and we battled back, battled back. Um... You know, and Steph was um, Steph was battling injuries, so uh, you know things didn't really come together until. Uh,
0: no, I'm trying to get her to open the bottle of wine. I'm, I'm sorry. Trying. Yeah, yeah, God, and the opener's right here. I'm sorry. I'm
2: doing my duty. Yeah, 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 these, yeah. these yeah. Cleveland people can't uh, stay off the wine. I know, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's the <laughs> alcohol. Anyway, <laughs> continue. No, yeah, get yeah,
1: go Cleveland podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under my name. Yeah.
2: So then, you know, the first two series don't go well, and then we run up against OKC and. That's when when things got Got thick. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you guys guys go down 3-1, right? Yeah. I know that's not the best, like, number. But you guys go down 3-1, and what's going on? What's going through you guys' head? You guys are defending champions. You're down 3-1. Yeah,
1: and even just leading up to that point after you've had the season, you've had to start all of a sudden playing these series and not be playing, to your point, good basketball. Like, what mentally is going through your head through all this?
2: I mean, mentally, you're just trying to – I mean, not – I mean, it's not stay sharp, but you're trying, to, you're trying to maintain that that same edge, that same like zeroed in focus that you had the year before, right? Because the year before, it's like everything's new, everything, you know, first time going to the second round, first time going to the Western Conference Finals, first time going to the Finals, like everything's a brand new experience. This year, you're kind of like, you know, ah, you know we kind of you know won the first two series, ah, maybe this team will lay down, maybe we can get past them, and then all of a sudden you're in a situation where... And I I don't mean this in any type of no.
0: You, please be disrespectful you know,
2: offense. You know, or anything like that, but you know, my opinion is that OKC was probably the best team in the playoffs that year. I mean, they were rolling, and I mean, we just you know we didn't have an answer for them. I mean, if Clay doesn't have that 40, do crazy have in Game Six, Game right? Six. I mean, if he doesn't have that just crazy game, I mean, you know, they're they're going to the finals.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and, I mean that team. I mean the way they were built. I mean they were on rebounding scoring i mean they were doing it,
1: they all. Did it all
0: yeah no that was it okay so you guys win that series right you win that series you guys come back and i'm going to be really honest we wanted okc right we, <laughs> no but but this is why this is why and i'm going to tell you your def lineup is you know that was a special lineup it was one yeah. of the special lineups in the history of the game of basketball like yeah. it, it was elite shooters you know, switching everything defense, great size. You guys did a good job of hiding Steph, like when you would switch onto a big, and then you would yeah. switch out so he could get back onto a small, right? Like that's that. I'm not saying anything when I say hide Steph. So anybody that wants to screen it, but that was part of it.
2: I mean, Andre, and, Andre, and Draymond were also really unique in the fact that like Andre is a much more versatile defender than I think, that I think people give him credit realize. for. And with like yeah. Draymond, same and like, Draymond. like Draymond. yeah, Draymond, oh, literally play yeah. center. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Know what I'm saying. So it's it's. On both sides, we'll about that a lot. you know, what I'm saying it's, uh you know, it's unique. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. Just in, the, in that lineup,
0: the basketball IQ that's take that that it that is needed for that. Yeah. Like you can't have one guy that's floaty. You need to have five guys that have an extremely high IQ, and you guys did. Exactly. So, but part of the reason this is the reason why we wanted OKC, and it has, and one, your Deaf lineup was special. But the reason why we wanted OKC is because we had shooting bigs. So Kevin, Channing, right? Like yeah. your Deaf lineup eliminates them, right? Mm -hmm. Eliminates that advantage of like, okay, you got to have a big that's picking in the role. Now they're closing out to Braun. I mean, now they're, when Braun and Kyrie drives and the bigs help, now you're closing out to Channing, who's a dead eye shooter. You're closing out to Kevin Love. Those are the advantages that are completely taken away, completely taken away when you have a, when you have five guys that are switching small so there is no advantage given like a pick and roll now you guys just switch it and then you just adjust behind the behind the ball exactly so that that's why we wanted okc mm-hmm. We would have blasted OKC, right?
2: We, we, because you
0: guys didn't have bigs that could shoot that way, yeah. right? Like that's not what your advantage was. Our advantage yeah. was like we were shot the ball, and anybody that wants to talk shit, go look at the Atlanta series, right? When we broke the NBA record for like three pointers made in a game, three yeah. pointers made in a half, three pointers made in a series, and well, even, we
2: even uh, Toronto, Toronto series, and
0: Toronto series, right? Like we were because our versatility. Like if you guys wanted to go small, you could go with me, Dally. Um, Braun, Kyrie, Jr like we, had a t- Shump, we had a lot of small, yeah. but if you wanted to go big, we had two of the best shooting bigs in the league. Channing is probably the best shooting five, if you don't want to say like Dirk, right? Probably Dirk and him, yeah. and then Kevin is one of the best shooting fours in the game, so it was like yeah. our advantage and versatility was one of the things that helped us, so we get you guys you guys bust our ass those first two games? Oh, it was like child abuse out there. <laughs> honestly. It was like, it was, it was child abuse out there. And game we,
2: three was the missed opportunity
0: for you guys, for us. That okay. was,
2: that was the game where,
0: but we blasted you guys. We blasted you guys game three.
2: But we, I mean, we we didn't come out with the same. We didn't. We weren't no, the same team. you It was yeah. like we were like, oh, we're up 2-0, uh, Maybe you know, we yeah. can take it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You, you, I, again, you got. You're right. You guys did not come out with the same intensity, and we came out like gangbusters. Like we came yeah. out like. Because you knew this that, is was, not yeah. that was happening. Yeah. Bad. Kevin was out. Well, exactly. So, yeah. So Kevin was out with a concussion. So I got the start. So we kind of. I want to say
2: we we kind of slowed – Ellie, you heard that? He just. He just said, you know, I was, I was starting, so I was, I was different. I didn't say I was different. I was, more okay. different. I, 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 I subtly heard Don't that. Maybe I love, did no, no. It?
1: Don't you just love how he like walks? He like thinks he's walking around subjects, but he's actually just going like straight for it. I know, he's like, I
2: mean, Kevin played games. He's like, no offense, you, but, but you know, when here he was we go. Out, I stepped in. And, I mean, we blasted you guys, but uh, go ahead. Let, let me know when you guys are done. <laughs>
0: No, no, no. Again, everything's leading into a story, right? And so... <laughs> so, no, no, I'm saying so... We're going it, to get it, there. It, 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 helped <laughs> us, it helped us adjust to the deaf lineup. Yeah. Because now we have a small... And Tristan, being the five, right? Tristan is is basically like a, a Draymond on the defensive end, right? Where he can switch one through five. On the defensive end. Come on, man. What? T-Top? T-Top cannot switch one through five?
2: You're you, you going to say Tristan's the same defender as Draymond is? Come on, man.
0: I'm not... I said... He is like that, right? Like, like, like that I'm saying we can switch 1 through 5 that gives you that option. Okay, I'm not I'm, saying I'm he's saying, the same defender as, okay. as Draymond. I'm not going to dis I'm not going to disrespect, but it's like the same thing. Look, Draymond has a lot of abilities, but T-tops ability to get offensive rebounds, T-tops ability to get, oh, yeah, okay, to yeah. get to get to roll and get dunks. Everybody has okay, their own yeah, specialty. Okay, okay. But the ability to switch 1 through 5 Right, yeah. that's a little different when you have Kevin and Tristan out there that's trying true. to do it. Are Kevin and are Channing and Tristan? Or you know, Very what I'm saying true. it's a Very little true. different.
2: Yeah,
0: Dick. So,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so no, but I'm saying so we get that win. It was yeah. a missed opportunity. Like you guys did not come out with the same fire, and we came out pissed off. Yeah, right. We had just got beaten by the most most points anybody had ever had in the first two games of mm-hmm. the series. You yeah. guys, whatever. I don't care about you guys. So, game 3, game our game 4, game excuse four, me, yeah. game 4. We're up 8 in the in the third quarter and you guys battle back. You guys battle back. You guys kind of started to get your your fire back. Yeah. You guys fought back and that for us was the missed opportunity. Like for us, we looked at that as a missed opportunity. Like yeah. we were we were I was furious. Like I remember sitting in the room and uh Griff was in there our GM and Cobra who's our equipment manager. I'm sitting in there, and he was just like, how the fuck did we give that away? I was like, dude, we made some mistakes, and you guys were special because even if you do it right, you can still score because, like, you guys have so many just yeah. elite players. And it's like, even if you do it right, like, you're one of the few teams, and we made mistakes, which which killed us. So... You know, there was that little tussle at the end of the game, and I didn't think anything because Draymond had already been kicking people in the nuts and shit like that. He'd already been doing that. So. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> what?
0: So, so okay, so two days between the finals, right? First game, first day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we get this thing that says people are reviewing the tussle that, that Draymond and had got into.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, after the post-game press conference, of course they would.
0: What do you mean after the post-game press conference? Come on, man.
2: Talk to they, they, me. There, there was way too much time spent about that incident in y'all's post game press conference. Of course, they're gonna look at it.
0: Well, yeah, it's the NBA Finals. they they normally you have you have fifty people looking at you know all the teams, thirty teams in the league. Yeah. All all those, now you yeah, have all those people looking it, at two teams.
2: It's, it's okay. Go ahead.
0: No, no, I, I want. That's what I'm saying. You're the first Golden State Warrior I've had on here, so I I really want to hear this shit.
1: <laughs>
2: right. No, I'm just saying. I think there was a, there was a point made.
1: So to talk to be- about
2: it yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's what happens so in the really, playoffs. To really, you know, embellish what had went on. Embellish? Okay, so, and so this is what I'm saying. Was, was there any contact made, RJ?
0: With with his groin area? <laughs> what? No, my, my, my point is this. The Steven Adams thing, you guys were down 3-1. I, had I, he been suspended in that game, which... Which, look... That's a different scenario. But but again, this is a different scenario. But Kobe got suspended for doing extra stuff. Flinging his arms. I remember he hit Manu in the face. And they ended up suspending Kobe. That was one of those things that, like... There's no... The rule is, like, when you're doing a little too much. They call it a basketball play. But what we call it is, like, he's doing a lot of extra shit.
2: Right? So you're saying that was a makeup call for the Stephen Adams.
0: I'm not saying that. This is what I'm going to say. I'm saying the Stephen Adams thing... They basically were like, Draymond, no more of this shit. Right? No more. Because if Steven Adams like were to miss a game or something like that because like he like someone swipes down the ball and Draymond wants to fling his arm and kick and swing his legs. Like that's that's extra, right? That's the extra shit. No different than what Jaja Pachulia does. A little extra shit, right? Very extra. right. Very extra, right? And so they probably gave him a warning. It was like, dude, you got one more technical and you're going to be suspended or one more flagrant or whatever. So just, Draymond, eliminate the extra shit. That, that's, I'm guessing. I don't know, but that's probably what was had. So when then that happened again and they see a little swing and a little like, hey, what the fuck, they probably view it as extra
2: shit. Fair? It uh, might be fair. might be fair. <laughs> to, me, I, to me, if you don't suspend him for that, you can't suspend him for... What happened in the finals?
0: But there's an accumulation of things, though. Like if you give a guy a warning, and then he does it again the very next series, there's something similar where it's just too much.
2: I mean, to me, it it was definitive. I mean, the contact made on the first on the Steve Adams play that was definitive, very definitive. So if you say, okay, you can't you can't get that a warning. It's either okay, we're not calling, or you calling it. So they say, so they're like, okay, we're not spending. Then you can't come back because of who it was, which is why I said it's called a
0: pattern of behavior.
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> if that wasn't LeBron, is he suspended? And I, want you, I want you to answer that honestly. If that's let's say that's Channing, let's say Draymond and Channing get into it, is, is is Draymond suspended because what he did to Channing?
0: Okay, if that was you and Channing, was there even a conversation?
2: The same, the same
0: play, same exact same play.
2: No, but but I'm talking about with Draymond and with Channing. But but are, we, not, are they but, even discussing it?
0: No, no. I, again, I I agree. I agree with that. Right, hundred yeah. percent agree. Right, and so. I, I agree with that, but there's also a pattern of behavior. When you put yourself in this position in a consistent, so you put yourself at the mercy of people like the league and I, was it David Stern or Adam Silver? David Stern. Silver. Silver. Was Silver. it Silver at the time? Silver. Yeah. 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 I never won a championship with Stern. I never really fuck with him. I'm just kidding, David. I love you. So, uh, <laughs> so no, oh, okay. So right, you,
2: let's, let's, let's let's move on. Okay. So, you find
0: out he's suspended, yeah. right? and it's funny because like clay clay's like well i just think bron got his feelings hurt but mind you remember i don't know you know again we're we're basketball historians so like when uh timo set that tough screen he's like oh well i think it was a dirty play do you remember when he said that (laughs) and then and then three days later he's like well i guess he got his feelings hurt it's like wait wait clay you can't be a hypocrite here like you were just crying about somebody in a dirty play on a screen on a screen, you're creating like you got a dead leg, and now you're calling like saying that Braun got his feelings hurt. Like,
2: I mean, my thing is the reason why I think those plays are different. And once again, I go back to this: there was no contact made on this play
0: on the on the on
2: the, on the, on the Draymond Braun play. So there that's, was
0: a, there was a graze,
2: a graze. But you know, you if, know if it was a graze, he would have found the front on the floor like he did in Toronto. In Toronto,
0: I don't really remember this. Oh, Toronto,
2: you don't you don't, you don't remember, no, I remember that. that? You don't remember when Tristan bumped into him? He did. He fell on the ground.
0: Oh, yeah, but he, he oh, yeah, got, you know, did he get grazed there? But by you know, his own teammate. But you know, but he then he was flopping. But like, listen, know. everybody knows, like, you know, with the nuts, like, guys like to, like, fuck with their friends and, like, nut tap them. Like, all it takes is that little, just, <laughs> that little nut, that little, that little flinch nut tap. And all of a sudden, it's like, all of a sudden, you feel that, and you're like, oh, oh you got me.
2: I don't know how you do this podcast with them. Right, I'm, not, I'm not gonna slow it down though. I'm not gonna slow it down. Okay. Go so ahead. Right, let's continue with the story. Okay. We'll continue so, with the story. So, of, so the you podcast. guys
0: get suspended. What's the conversation on your guys' side? What's the conversation in, in y'all locker room when you find out that Draymond gets suspended?
2: I mean, the, from the strategic standpoint, it's you know how do you how do you just make up make up for that? You know what I'm saying? Because he's I an think important what, player. Yeah. I mean, just as we're,
1: how angry were you guys though?
2: I'm more mean, we pissed. But like I said, you're, up, to, three, to, you're up three one. No, no, it wasn't that, but you had to also look at the people involved with it, right? Look who's talking post game. You know, okay, not at least and look into it with even more passion and vigor than what they were already going to do. So it it happened but
0: Vigor is a great word, by the way, continue.
2: Yeah, I mean it's not like we're gonna it's not like we were surprised based off who was right. involved. Yeah. So, you know, it's like figuring out how how do you go and uh, you know, replace Draymond because it's like, okay, just like you were saying earlier, you know. Clay and Steph are very special together. Well, the chemistry between Steph and Draymond is special too, right? High the yeah. role, teams double Steph, Draymond gives it, Draymond's ability to be able to pass, create mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. So, you know, it put us definitely um, in a tough situation just not having him. Mm-hmm. You know, just his presence defensively, our small ball lineup. Just, I mean, just a lot of things that. You know, he's
1: the glue in a lot of
2: ways. Yeah. 100%. So, so,
0: that game, that game, game five on the road, right? No, it was at home. No, 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 for us. All for us. I don't care about you guys. It's on the road.
2: It's
1: on the road for us. (laughs) He's always talking with the twenty-six NBA Finals
2: brought to you through the eyes of Richard
1: Jefferson. (laughs) I just
2: want to hear your
0: perspective on some of this shit. So, so you guys,
1: (laughs) but actually, you just can hear mine. (laughs) So we have a
0: battle. We have a battle. You guys, ball. It's a full-on battle. Game five at your place, right? Like Mm -hmm. you guys had only lost like four games at home, right? And we knew we were going to have to win one. And I'll tell you from our side, this is what it was. No bullshit. We were struggling. Like that game, that game four loss hurt us a lot. Like it hurt mm-hmm. our spirits because we knew that was the one and two games weren't us. Game three was us, and then game four. If you
1: had battled. If the we we end.
0: had battled, and then it just didn't go our way. But had we had like split one game, like in in Golden State, had we had even put up a fight there, we probably would have felt better. But ultimately, we didn't feel like that was us. So to be down three one, it was tough. And I remember saying this, right? Because we beat you guys pretty handily in game three, right? And I think we beat you by 30. I'm not bragging. I'm just merely saying facts. And so I remember. It, 30? What? I said, it was like it 26. 30? It was bad. Like it was the biggest. You like, said it was 30 facts. Y- like, yeah, 30. it was, you know, biggest turnaround in NBA history from like one loss to one win. And so my whole thing was, and I, I just got on the plane. I was like, yo, we needed a break and we got a break we did we needed a break we need something to happen for us to give us a fucking to get us back to life to have that beep because we like were flatlining minute. we were like beep we were struggling okay. so we get so we get a little bit of life we get a little bit of life right mm-hmm. and we know our task is still tough we're going into golden state like the energy is going to be high they have a chance you guys have a chance to win it on your home floor so um uh bron and kyrie just put on something special like 82 points between Mm -hmm. the two of them right those guys are are special Kyrie my guy like a 40 point performance first two teammates to go for 40 in a game but that's what it took think about it It
2: I mean this this is I'm I'm having a conversation with Elias over here (laughs) this is is just
0: no it was it's the happiest moment of my life like I, I, I I remember details okay so uh so we win that game and then Draymond's back game six right Mm-hmm. your thoughts are game six Channing, Channing says dude I knew these guys thought they were going to win because they're bringing backpacks they're bringing all this stuff they had their goggles they're ready they're doing all this other stuff right so like, you guys are ready you guys were expecting okay we got Draymond back we got our team back you know we let one get away game five Right, but we're gonna win it here in Golden State. Just or win it here, just like they did. And I'll say this: so Luke and I, uh, one of his really good friends is Nate Stags. Nate Stags lives across the street from me in Hermosa Beach. Have you met Nate? Oh, I haven't met Nate. And so Nate is, Nate is a good friend of mine. Like he went to high school with Luke. He played baseball at Arizona. So I just randomly see Nate at game. Five. I see Nate randomly at game six, right? So I'm like, okay, Nate's only coming out here so he can celebrate, you know, when they win a championship. So I know that your guys' um, aura, your guys' fire is still like, oh, well, we're going to win this. So you guys go to game six. We come out like gangbusters again. And my thing was this I knew game five was important at your place because it's like we needed a break because I truly believe that there was no way we were going to win, lose at home. I was like, there's no way we're going to lose at home. We let one get away in game four. Our fans, like, this was the last game for the season. Our fans stood up the whole game. Yeah, that was unbelievable. They stood up the whole game. Like, that was, to this day, it was the best crowd I've ever seen in my entire life on any level. So we win that, and now it's game seven. All the marbles, game seven, you know, Bron always says, like, you know, best phrase in, in sports is game seven. What are your thoughts going into game seven?
2: I mean, we knew – so at that point, we knew you guys had the momentum, right? Mm -hmm. Bronze balling, Kyrie's balling. We had that missed opportunity in game five. And
0: And Bogut's out now, too. I'm I'm sorry. I digress. Bogut hurt his knee.
2: Yeah, so – okay, so going back to game five. So, you know, we're getting ready for the game, whatever, and it's like, you know, look, obviously we're missing Draymond, but, like, you have that, like – We're going to do it. Yeah, you have that we're going to do it mentality. You know, just like, you know, they're bringing the champagne, they have everything set up. I mean, you're kind of like, He's you're trying to, to stay in. next
0: door at the A's game, yeah. waiting to come over to party.
2: Yeah, so you're trying to, like, stay in the moment whatever, and, like, you know, obviously, we, we that was a missed opportunity, right? Game six, you know, we're like, okay, we're fully back. We're 100% healthy, you know. We got this. You know, we got this. Bose goes down. In game
0: five, I think game five.
2: Game five, he goes down right. So not 100 percent healthy, but we got Draymond back. Missing Bogues, you know, it's a tough situation. Let's see what we can do. So we lose that game as well. So we're coming back for game seven, and it's like, like this is our last shot, right? You know, kind of the the you know message for game five. You know, you know this is our great opportunity for us, you know win, close it out. Game six, okay, we boot an opportunity. Okay, let's do this this time. Now game seven, it's like you know, this is what it is, you know, it's like, you know, let's put, you know, the, the past, you know, two games behind us, and I was in an awful, awful shooting slump at this time, right, like, just, I didn't want to bring that just, up, I was, just, we were just talking basketball, what, we'll keep going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, I mean, it's, uh,
0: you're my guy, I'm not, I'm not here to crush you, I yeah, just want to no, tell, no, we want to no, tell no, no stories, question.
2: no question, Um. so, like, you know, when coaches like, you know, oh, just, you know, put the past behind you, it's just like, you know, like this is kind of like what it is, right? Because like everyone, like you know, people are defined in the finals, and people are defined at you know these highest right. moments, right? And it's just like, like you're just like fail, like live. This is a lie like you're just missing, missing the mark. You know, shots you make can't make them. You know, you're spending just hours in the gym. You know, you're watching tape, you're doing all this stuff. Well,
1: and you've just- talked about this too, just how exhausting. Oh, it's, it was. It was that the that most. That processes. was the most
0: stressful moments of my in my entire life now you're a young you you'd already had one in the bag right like i'm an older player i'd been to the finals like two other times when i was younger like been to you know great had great series lost to detroit when they won it lost to miami when they won it like i had some really good teams and so it was like for me like i'm like you're like 15 and i'm like dude like i might not ever get another shot so to be and i lost in the national championship game too so i was sitting here like motherfucker like i I don't know if i can do this shit again, but. You know, you guys get back to game seven, and
2: so we get to game seven. So it's like you know, it's it's this it's it? it's now or never, right? And I think it was it was either like a two point game, either like the two minute mark or the three minute mark.
0: Ah, uh, in the first half.
2: No, no, it's oh, I, I okay. Let, let, I'll let, let, let Richard do the narration <laughs> yeah, yeah. of game okay, seven. Okay, okay. So like, let's let, let,
0: let's go back. Yeah. It's going back and forth, right? It's going back and forth, and um, you know, everybody's kind of filling it out. Everyone's super locked in. This was the best game of this entire series because almost every game was a blowout. One and two was a blowout. Game three was a blowout. Game four, you guys won. Like you guys were up ten in the fourth, so we yeah. couldn't get overcame that. Game five, we were kind of up like eight or nine. So that was then game six was a blowout. Game seven is the best game of the series by far. So it's back and forth, back and forth. I remember right before it was like a two point game. And then right before halftime, you guys made a little bit of distance. You guys go in up eight, up eight um, going into halftime. So I'm sitting here like stressed out of my fucking brain, right? I'm sitting here head down, like, what the fuck? I don't, I can't go out there. If, like I've seen San Antonio celebrate. I watched Shaq and Kobe celebrate on my home floor. Like I'm just like, fuck, I can't. Even I lost. The, how about this? You'll like this. I lost to Steve in this last game ever, right? So he was on the San Antonio team that yeah. I lost to my second year in the league. Oh wow. Right? Yeah, and he played great in the game six because he hit a couple of threes, and so we couldn't double team. Uh, we couldn't double team. Tim anymore and then Tim started murdering us but Steve's just standing in the corner because you cannot leave the greatest three-point shooter at the time in NBA history yeah and so that's what it was so we go in game six right our game seven we're up we're down six we come out JR catches fire right he Mm -hmm. really would have been up and down hadn't done too much but he catches fire in in the second half the next thing you know you're up by eight we're up by eight so like the emotional roller coaster was like down by six, I'm ready to cry. Up by eight, I'm like, oh my god, we actually have a chance. And then the fourth quarter happens, and like you said, it kind of starts to even out and it's tied.
2: Yeah, it was evened out. It was probably I think it was like four or something, four or like maybe like three fifty or whatever on the clock. It might have been like a two point game maybe. And I mean there there's some yeah there's some there's some tough plays in there and some. You know, obviously, I'm not going to rehash those, but I, I just, yeah, I don't, rem- I don't, I don't remember
0: the details of it. I just remember the bo- uh, the back and forth and blah blah blah. Yeah, I, me- I mean, I, yeah, you I remember, remember it. it? Yeah,
2: I remember it. Um, Tell us about it. <laughs> nah, no, we're not going. I just remember we had, um, I think it was like the last play that kind of that kind of sealed the game. It was a defensive play. You guys had defensive play. The like, block. No. no, that wasn't. Even Steph, that. Steph was Steph was dribbling up top, when we're trying, we're trying no, to. He tried run. to go around the back. We're trying to do something, and he
0: throws the around the back pass.
2: No, I think like he passed it to Draymond in the corner. Draymond passed it back. He was trying to do something. He yeah, we he got to.
0: Huh? No, no, no. This was before that. Those were the last two plays. She was at game seven. It's okay. It's
2: yeah. No, it was just. I mean, it was a play. We had a chance to get a shot, and we couldn't get it. And then. At that point, the game the game was over.
0: No, no, no! You're not getting off off that easy, right? So, no, no. no. I'm saying so. He had that around the back pass to Clay out of bounds, right? That mm-hmm. kind of was like, uh, okay, back and forth, no one's scoring, right? Yeah. No one's scoring, and you guys get that steal. Bron gets that block, right? The infamous block, mm-hmm. and then Kyrie. ISO, blah blah. Like I'm on the court at this time. I have no idea. Like I'm in like I'm like full on like blacked out mode. Like I'm on the court. Kyrie hits the shot, and then we like you said, a couple of stops. Kev has an amazing you know defensive you know moment against against Steph, and we we win the championship. Now, no team had ever come back from three one. We don't need to relive that shit. But I just want to know like no no I, I'm I'm being serious. I like. What was it walking back to that locker room? What was it? Because and I, I, I'm not. This is not. This is this is purely for the fans. Like, I've lo- I've been in that locker room. See, yeah. yeah, I've been in that locker room. I've yeah. lost twice in the finals, the national champ. I've been in that locker room. But what was it going back? Like you guys had had and still had had one of the greatest season in the history of sports, not just basketball. You guys cracked what was thought to be
2: an unbreakable record. And you're getting into game seven. And so. yeah, so like. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's—I mean, that's that's the toughest moment of my basketball career at any stage or level, probably ever will be. Um, just because—I mean, there's only there's only been so many teams that have won won back to back championships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To to lose on your home floor um, was tough. I mean. People talk about 3-1, you know, how was that? I mean, yeah, yeah that, that that's one thing. But, I mean, just to lose a game seven on your home floor, that's another thing. Three, to have such a big role in that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times, like, people play, they, um, you know, you win a game, you lose a game. But, like, not many people can say, man, I, I really could have had an imprint or I had an imprint yeah. on that game. You know, it's kind of just, you know, you went with the flows. Like, no, I had, like, I had opportunities where, you know, I really could have impacted and, you know, I didn't. Yeah. And then... Uh, the fourth was, um, and this was probably the, the part that I cried the most about, was the fact that that team would never be together again. Yeah. Because it's always one thing where, even after every season, right, that same collection of 15 guys will never be on the court again together. Yeah. Like, you never would be able to come back.
0: There's only four guys left on the Cavs team that won a championship two years later. Like, exactly. Yeah, we, and we maybe know that. And
2: four six six probably on the on the warriors right now from 15 teams so knowing that that group of guys would never be together again Mm -hmm. i think that's on top of everything else was one of the most difficult things to kind of just reckon with of like you know we got to this point we literally got to the last game possible of any nba season game seven of the finals and just to come up short i think that was that was for sure the
0: toughest yeah and like it, it was so weird for me because like you guys were my guys like I was rooting for you guys. I had Steve, like the the year you guys won it. I had Steve over there. I had Q over there. I had Luke. I knew all of you guys. Like I'm rooting for you guys, right? And so then to go on the other side and be in Cleveland and be like, Finding ways to be like, I fucking hate these guys. I hate these guys because these guys are stopping me from getting – and, like, even it was just even funny, like, even, you know, uh, Jaron Collins, right? Like, I played with Jason. Like, I played with Jason for so many years. I knew Jaron's wife, Elsa, because she was going to Columbia um, Law School when uh, me and uh, Jason were in New York. So she used to hang out with us all the time. So there were so many people on that staff and, like, on that team that I connected with. And then all of a sudden, here I am like fighting for my 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 professional sports life yeah drink, have take a drink and so it was it was it it was i want their bittersweet is not the right word it's more of like that was i i would have much preferred beating a team i fucking hated right it would it was really really hard like luke like i remember luke after we lost to you guys um the first two games, he comes to Cleveland. And so Luke is texting Channing and I. Like, Luke played with both me and Channing. And so he sent us a text, sent us a text. And then, you know, again, in Luke's voice, he's like, what, are we just not going to hang out the whole time I'm I'm in Cleveland? It's like, motherfucker, you're up 2-0. Wow. Right? So you're up <laughs> yeah. 2-0. Like, you won two championships, three championships. Is it three?
2: Three. Yeah, he's yeah, won
0: he won. And it was just like, dude, like, no, I'm not talking to you. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't have any friend there. I can't have anything that can lower my level of engagement even a little bit and so you know that part was special and and even somebody was like uh like luke did you did you go say what's up to richard he's like well at first i wasn't but then i saw him crying (laughs) and it was just like he had to and i remember the first time i saw luke because we live you know a mile from each other he lives in Hermosa beach as you know Mm -hmm. and first thing i said to him is like as as a brother i'm like I'm like, what's going on, champ? And he was like, what's going on, champ? And like, just that joy, like he knew as a player what it meant to yeah. me, right? To that, and like how big it was for me because he knew, like, as a basketball player, and you're a very similar guys, like you'll do whatever it takes, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're a team yeah. guy, like all stars. This that's special, but to win a championship, it puts you in an exclusive club and it puts Packs. you in an exclusive place that that's all you want. Like I'm taking yeah. less money well, and to I'm your bouncing point, around. You say
1: you're defined by it. You, you know are. what I mean?
2: Yeah, I mean, because yeah, like I said, I mean, the year before it gives you perspective, right? You like, you just see like what it's like to like get there, right? So if you had never like, it's tough to lose the finals, but once you've won it and you know what that experience is like, like, I I got close, but I never got it's an addiction. But once you get there, and then like you lost again, it's like like everything that you could have wanted from a basketball perspective was right there. Yeah. And so yeah. you just like, Th- there, you know. there's an, yeah.
0: there's an addiction to it. Like, and once Facts. you experience, like I'm the last team standing, blah, blah, blah. And that had been my goal for so many years is that, okay, that summer you're a free agent, right? You had just won 73 games, NBA record. You're how old? Um, 24, 24, just turned
2: 24.
0: In you guys year. had been to the playoffs three straight years, gotten better. Every single year, you got a brand new coach, you won a championship, you're this, and then the Kevin Durant talk, right? So, how did, what, where, okay, now, and, and what most people don't understand is you had already been through it with Andre. You, and again, it's not leaving the team, but it's like, no, like, we're gonna bring in Andre here, and then Harrison might have to move to the bench. So it's like now all of a sudden the Kevin Durant talk. Like had you heard that conversation all yeah, year? Yeah, when did
2: you hear that? Yeah, so um Yeah, I mean I'd I'd heard that talk. I mean that had been happening for Months. Oh yeah, months. Yeah. Months. Months leading up, months leading up. And even 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 to the point where it was like after we beat them, it was like it was still it was like almost like intensified, like, you know, he might really might leave. Okay, see now. So
0: but I'm saying, was it something that you registered or was it when you became a free agent and you were like, no, they're really going to go after Kevin Durant? And you knew that that would mean the end for you. Oh, for sure. Well, obviously, I mean, a couple of guys knew that because of the salaries yeah. and stuff like that. But it was yeah. like, was there any like, yo, look at what we just did? Like,
2: I mean, Bob had. And like I said, I mean, there was I mean, there's two different there's two different dynamics going here. Right. Like. One is the fact that, like I said, the way I played in the finals, yeah. right? So then, mm-hmm. like people, you, you've seen what it's like. If you play well in the, in the finals, I mean, in your the here, playoffs, yeah, even in yeah, the playoffs, yeah. People you, just they just run with it, right? They double your salary. They just assume that like you are just you know three times better than what you are. Yeah. But if you play poorly, it's, it's like the this is opposite. who what he's really made out of, yeah. right? So when I went into my exit meeting, and you know, I you know I have a lot of. Respect and admiration for Bob. Yeah, one for what he does, what he's built with the Warriors, but two, just I mean, he's direct and he's straightforward. So I mean, he pretty much told me like, like we're going after, we're going after him, and and we're confident we're going to sign him, and and that's that's kind of what it is. And that's
0: so much respect, right? Because as a player, you want to know, like, don't have me get you know the rug you know taken out my legs. Like, just let me know, yeah, communicate. And but but truth be told, had Kevin Durant said no. They would have brought you back. Right. And it wasn't. I I, I know this from from a Kevin standpoint and I don't know him personally, but I know it wasn't an easy decision. Right. It wasn't an easy decision because he knew the flack he was going to take. He knew all the bullshit that was going to come with it. But what were your thought process? Did you have like a defensive moment where you're like, yo, we just won 73 games. We just won a championship before. I'm 24 years old. We can do this for the next like five years and be the most dominant team, and we can win another two or three championships.
2: Yeah, I mean that's you know, I mean that's what I was thinking. I mean in my head, I was like, look, you know, if we if we bring everyone back, if we do it, because I mean it it kind of yeah. been you know rumor like, look, if we if we go back to back, Joe's gonna bring the whole team back for a three P. Yeah, just
0: so uh, as he should.
2: So when we lost, you knew they were gonna shake things up. But you know, I had the meeting with Bob. You know, I called Coach Kerr and he's you know he, he just was straight with me. He was like, look, you know when the, when a player of this caliber comes up, comes up, he's interested. We think we can get him. You know they're gonna put all the all the energy, all the effort, bring out all the all the stuff to sign him. So once again, you know what I'm saying. A lot of a lot of respect for Coach Kerr. You know to be once again to be honest, to be upfront about that. So I mean I, I knew I understood what they were doing. And being a restricted free agent is a little different because it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, if we sign him, then you're free. If we don't, we're gonna sign you back. Yeah. If we don't get him, but we, we wanted <laughs> you, though, you know? It's, yeah. It's, it's kinda, like look. Well, like,
0: right. No, it's like look. It's like I, as a player, you can understand, right? Yeah. Like as a player, you can understand. You're like, look. I'm Harrison Barnes. I'm this. I'm good. I'm a very good yeah. player. I've actually probably conceded some of the opportunities that I could have to go to another level. Yeah. Um, but if you can bring in Kevin Durant, who
2: is... You know, top five player in the league. All that type yeah, of stuff. one of the best I players mean, yeah. of
0: all time. Like, yeah, then I, I get it. It doesn't make it any easier, you yeah. know. And especially when your teammates are signing signing up for it, too. When, that, like, that was tough. Th- that, yeah. That, okay, that's the part that
1: was I that the talk hardest part? Like,
2: that was talking talk about. Was, that was tough. So we... Uh, so I mean, I mean these guys. I mean,
0: they're your brothers. I get a, a majority
2: it. of the guys, I'm still, I'm still close to. I still keep up with, talk to, and all that type of stuff. Right. So that summer, um, Pete Myers had a wedding. Okay. So we all go to that wedding. Yeah. Right before that wedding was when they all went to the Hamptons to recruit. Right. Yeah. So we're all at the wedding, right? And I'm, I'm a free agent this time, right? Yeah. And,
1: and you knew about the Hamptons and everything
2: Yeah I kind of knew about the Hamptons thing So you're kind of like You're sitting there You guys are having conversation But it's like It's just You're talking about everything but Like you're not talking about right. basketball You're not talking about What's going on Like the ESPN thing came up Oh Dallas offers You know Barnes this deal This and the third like, Oh you know Are you going to Dallas bro You know yeah, leaving yeah. They're, us. They're, they're, they're and I'm, I'm kind of sitting there You know You kind of hear it, It's like you know uh, So
0: again People don't understand It's like so You know Harrison's a free agent And then But there was a full-on recruitment process, and the recruitment process wasn't just – it wasn't just the ownership. It wasn't just Lakeup. It wasn't just the GM. It wasn't just the coach. It was the guys that you came in with, the yeah. guys that you won a that championship that that the guys that you had bonded with over the years that you guys broke a record. And, you know, look, you didn't play great, but you were also an individual that wasn't a focal point. But like, you don't have the ball in your hands. Like, it's like boom, 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 boom. Okay, here you go, Harrison. Right. Like, here you go. Take yeah. this shot. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Now make a shot, Harrison. Right. Like, and again, that that's the part that like, I'm not saying like everyone wants to play well in those moments. Right. Absolutely. But it was like, okay, Harrison, we're going to bring in Andre Iguodala. You go do this. Right. And so it was like, yeah. I'm not saying the, the scapegoat is not the right word, but it was like, you were not put in the most advantageous position for you to succeed but you being a professional, being a talented individual, you still found success in that. Like this is what you guys yeah. need me to do. I'll do it and I'll do it well, right? And so in the finals, when you don't play as well as you would like, it wasn't all you. Draymond got suspended. All these things diff. All these different things happened. But you are now looking at your brothers, like guys that you had gone yeah. to battle with, guys like like Steph and all these people that you had either conceded to or put in a position to help succeed and now they're trying to go and recruit somebody to get you out.
1: Did you pull any of them aside and just have an honest conversation about it? Because I know you did didn't
2: it? want to leave. Everyone knows you didn't want to leave. No, I mean, it, was, it wasn't a situation where, like, I'm going to go over and pull them, like, yo, what are you doing? Well, and it's like, not in
1: your control in a sense either.
2: Yeah, you yeah. know, like, I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? If you're if you're in a position where, like, your job is secure, you know what I'm saying, you're on a you're good team, and ownership's like, hey, you know, we're trying to do this in the third, you know, you don't want to. If let's say they don't sign him, right? You don't want to be the guy. I like, "Oh, I didn't get on the plane, and that's why he didn't sign." And people are mad at you, you know? Because yeah, I, I get and to it, your right? point,
1: it's understandable what they were doing. And he's you, one of the best yeah. played.
0: Yeah, but it's still, it's like you have your brother, right? Yeah. Like so I it
2: was like, from he, that perspective. It was, it was, it was a little like gut wrenching because it was yeah. like, like you know, I, I had played four years with, you know, majority of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew Andre even before, even before things got competitive at Golden State. I knew Andre. When I was in high school, you know what I'm saying, so it was like, like, dang, you know, you kind of feel like you know your family's kind of just like you know walked out, walked out of the house, you know what I'm saying? It was like, no, nah, we need, we need somebody, we new. need somebody else, and you're yeah, like, well, was, what the, you know, what I'm like, saying? Hey, like, but you know, it's a business, and you know, from that perspective, you know, it's, it's no hard feelings,
0: yeah, yeah. Sure. no, and 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 that's the thing, it, it is a business, and I think the best thing that probably could have ever prepared you for it was bringing in Andre. Right, Absolutely. because you learn very quickly. You're like, I had this amount of success, but it wasn't. You guys felt like you can go get this player, yep. and then all of a sudden you're like, we as a team have this success, but all of a sudden you can go get <laughs> yeah. this type of player again, right. again, like, oh, again. Okay. And you're like, oh Thank fuck. Um, so now you're now you know they win a championship, right? So it validates, and they were fucking good. I'm gonna be really honest; they were really fucking good. Like they were tough. Yeah. They're really tough, and. You know, there was a lot of conversation about like LeBron started the super team and Bron- Braun didn't start a super team. Like this is what happened with Braun. Braun took a team, like Braun took a team to Miami and he brought in two guys. But Miami the year before had lost in the first round. They were just okay. And yeah. then he joined he joined with with, you know, um Chris, Chris Bosch, Bosch and joined you know and brought himself there and it turned into a super team, right? Yeah. Him him being a super team would have been, like, in the prime of his career, right, when he was could he have gone went to, to Boston. Miami, had he gone to Boston, Absolutely. or had he gone to San Antonio. Absolutely. That would have been that. What Kevin Durant did was far different, and people tried to, like, bring him up. It's like, no, Braun, you started this. He's like, no, just because Braun's fucking super, right, doesn't mean that, like, he started the super team. Yeah. And so, like, for him, I like, I, I will never speak for him, but I know that that... From our perspective and basketball people's perspective, when mm. that conversation started being had, it was like, no, it's not the same.
2: Like, it, it's, it's different. I mean, yeah. like, look when Braun came to Cleveland, I mean, there was there Cleveland was, had the number one pick. Yeah. you know <laughs> what I'm saying, and he elevated right. them to a finals, you know, record. I mean, to say that, I, I think you know, Coach Kerr said it in his in his comments too. It wasn't like you know, from what I had heard about the pitch, it wasn't like okay. Kevin, we need you to elevate this franchise to a championship level. Yeah. It's like we're here. We need just, you to solidify, you know.
1: What we have. We yeah. need
2: you to solidify that we can be a dynasty. Yeah. And you know, from that perspective, I mean, you just, you know, it is what it is. So, so
0: the the blessing in disguise, right? Is now you get a chance to go be you, right? You get to join another franchise you know, they're in a little bit of a flux right now. Like, you win a championship, you go to the finals, you win 50 games, you did all these things, and now you come to Dallas, who is in a transitional phase. You know, Dirk, who is one of my favorite, funniest teammates (laughs) of all time. Right. Dirk, man, I'm just trying to get you on the pod. Hey, people, hit at Swish 41. And, had tell him to come, him, eh? and tell him to come on the pod yeah. but no, no 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 and he's he's you can understand when you see him and you've been around him why and again i know he's damn near 40 or he's 40 yeah. why he's been the focal point of the franchise for so long he's good. got such a great personality such a good teammate so much of this that and, and the other but you're in a transitional phase so now you come here and now they're like we're
2: gonna give you the ball 25 times again and
1: how old were you at this point then too
2: so I was 24 when I yeah. got Dallas.
1: That is a lot to deal with by 24. if You think about it, all those transitions.
2: Yeah, I mean it was it was tough because I was and I mean, I mean, Richard knows this better than I me mean, just as well as I do. Like when you carry a chip on your shoulder, but the the environment's different, right? So yeah. like it's like I'm it's not like you're chasing the demons of 2016, but like like last year for example, it's like you still have that chip on your shoulder and even I mean, still today of, like, you know, being in the finals and you know, what the experience was like, right, you know, the, the emotions, it. all that type of stuff. But then your situation is like, yo, we are getting, you know, crushed <laughs> every night. And you'd never, You know like, what I'm saying? And, and it was...
0: You, you, you would, like, because I know you're in North Carolina, What you, how many state championships did you win in Iowa? Two. You won two state championships in Iowa. You go and have a, a great career. Um, you know, you even stayed an extra year. Everyone thought you were leaving. You stayed an extra year in North Carolina. Mm. Uh, I can't imagine how much they paid you to do that. And then... <laughs> And then you go to Golden State, and it's immediate success. Immediate success, win a championship, and you're winning it for a franchise that it hadn't seen this type of success. So to come to Dallas, which is a, again a very good franchise, known for a great franchise, mm-hmm. to come here in a transitional phase where they're like, hey, Erson, we're probably going to lose a lot of games," right? You know, and you know, again, part of it was the Wesley Matthews, you know, injury, the Achilles, not getting DeAndre Jordan, like you know, it, it's just been kind of like a little bit of a circus. And counting, you know, when when uh, when you showed up here, like, how has that been? I and, and I say this in a very respectful way. Yeah. How has it been
2: losing? I mean, it, it's been. I mean, it's been extremely difficult. Because I mean, it was no like. It was nothing gradual about the process, right? Like yeah. when you when you when you when you're winning a lot of games, you just things are just done a certain way, and then then it's like, you know, we were like, that season, my last year, first year in Dallas when I came here, we were not projected to be like good. I mean, not awful. Not, we're not awful. Not as awful. bad as you were. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like we had we D. Had Will. They just uh, they were in the ace spot of the playoffs, you know. So, yeah. you know, uh, you know Parsons was hurt, you know, in that time they made a run. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know.
0: We'll be
1: okay. I mean, just we'll be period, okay. But
2: we're okay. we're going to make yeah. the playoffs. We're going to make the playoffs. We're going right. to make the playoffs. It's just a matter of, you know, what seed we get. And then to just. I mean to be completely, you know. I, at that time, I was like, man, thirty three wins. I mean, almost fifty losses. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was gut wrenching. And the year before, you won 73. Yeah. yeah, and it was like that's what I'm saying. So it's like you're like, you're like, you're chasing the demon of like, like that cannot be my last finals experience. I'm not saying like in terms of like what my position is on the team no. when I'm there, but just like being there and then it's like, we're, we're in the draft lottery. Like yeah,
1: and and this is all work. in a couple years too. I think no, that's this something. Isn't a, like, this, is, months. this is this is well, this is a couple months. Of but I'm yeah, saying like in terms of your yeah. yeah no, but in terms of just what you've been through in those years too, in you know, of the ups and downs yeah, yeah. that's unbelievable. Well,
0: and, and and to HB like that's part of this league. Like very few guys have yeah. like an extreme amount of stability. Like I played against you in the NBA Finals, right? Won a championship. Next year I go to the NBA Finals. They bring in D Wade, they bring in Derrick Rose, they bring in all these guys, and it's like, Richard, you got to go. We can't afford you in the cap. So now all of a sudden, here I'm in in Denver and I'm not playing, right? Like, it, it's the same type of adjust- And we're like, str- you know, we're in the playoffs, but we're struggling. But part yeah. of being a professional athlete is the ability to adjust and adapt mm-hmm. and to be like, okay, this is my situation. I got to make the best of it, right? Very few people have that, that like, Upward linear, you know, motion consistently, and then they kind of like, no, it's like it's like this
2: where <laughs> or you're, or you're Tim Duncan, just yeah, worked. you're just, Tim Duncan, oh, I just, just won five win. championships yeah, every, every other year, games, just you know, th- next a, a,
0: a down year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it, it's tough until so, you know, to your, and you know, I'm glad you came on because you know, I've been trying to get Andre, I want to get, I've been trying to get Draymond, not not that hard, but I just think like, yo the story that we had and everything that that's mm-hmm. gone on the last few years has been great. You know, including, you know, Steph being disrespectful to LeBron at your wedding. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. It was really, really cool that yeah, like, you didn't come to, but it's all good. No, no, but but you got me you gave me that uninvite. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wait, so I wanna no, hear about No, this. I, no, I, I, I gave you the that. invite. I, so, I want to hear about this. So we're at Kent Bazemore's wedding, right? <laughs> and so I'm cracking jokes with Steph. I'm cracking jokes with HB. And that's, again, it just lets you guys know how much of a fraternity this is. Like, like We had, we had we, a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, lot right? Of fun. Like, your wife, my wife. Well, we're all having so much fun. We're all cracking jokes. Like, it's a beautiful wedding in North Carolina. Yeah. And it it just lets people know, like, people, like, because, you know, I have fans on Snapchat that follow me, and they're like, what the fuck are you doing hanging out with Steph? And it's like, ah, he's a really good guy, right? It's like, (laughs) like, but we can laugh and joke about this stuff. Like, when we're in a competitive situation, you would never know. But, so I'm, like, giving HB shit. I'm like, really, HB? Like, thanks for the invite to your wedding, man. It's really cool, man. I appreciate that. He's like, dude, no, no, seriously. You can come. This is it. Come here, blah, blah, And I don't... Do you you think he can?
1: No. No,
0: well... It was last minute, and, you know, I got two kids and shit. You know, that's going to be the excuse I always use. (laughs) The excuse you use. yeah. And so then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I get on, Like, I see it, and all of a sudden, it's you. No, 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 not at your wedding, but it's Kyrie and Steph, you know, kind of doing the little LeBron dance and, you know (laughs) what I'm saying, and all that shit. And it turned into something extra. Yeah, you know, which which it, but it was your fault because it was your nuptials that brought <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that brought Kyrie. Like that, Kyrie, Kyrie, all Kyrie you. no, because Kyrie had gone like Kyrie had gone dark, right? Like no one since this trade, blah blah. And yeah. the first like yeah, real like true. social media random thing they see of Kyrie is him dancing with
2: Steph, and people are like, "What the fuck?" It was crazy. So the whole weekend not one video had got out right everyone it was kind of like still i was like oh, this was a great time like yeah. you know normally and then one, one person
1: video, and that's
2: the one put on instagram i mean he he probably had a hundred let's say not even a hundred followers right he leaked that off. video and then the next morning i wake up day after the wedding and it is everywhere everywhere
1: no i remember that now that you guys bring all that
2: up yeah 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 you were causing fucking problems you were causing <laughs> fucking
0: problems. Your nuptials caused a bunch of problems. But um, no, man, like, it, it's so crazy, man, when you look back on things, man, in, in your life and in your career and and the teammates you had and the friends you've made and the people Thank that you. have, like, like, we were teammates for one year, right? And, yeah. you know, here you are. And, you know, I personally, as an individual, like, feel proud of your success. Not that I had anything to do with it, but just, like, but just from, like, a, I'm happy for your success, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, genuinely, like, happy for you. Like, every time we see each other, like, we're cracking jokes, we're fucking around. Like, you know, we see each other at weddings, like, this and that. You give me an uninvite to your wedding, it's really cool. And, (laughs) you know, and then here you are now, here you are now, like, you know, helping to turn around a a great city and a great franchise in Dallas. How's Rick, by the way? He's great, man. He's a different bird.
2: He's (laughs) He's a different bird. he's, He's a... he's. He's, He's a, a, great, a really, great, really good coach. Genuine person.
0: He is. He is who he is.
2: Different, but extremely genuine.
0: And we got Devin now on our team.
2: How was <laughs> Devin's one of my favorite person. Yeah. one of my favorite people I've ever, I've ever been around. He's yeah. super, bougie. super bougie. Super bougie. Super bougie. I mean, and I you, give him so much shit. I give him so spa, much shit. Devin is so, so bougie. I give him so much <laughs> shit.
1: I'm just getting to know him. Yeah. But I and, do, and this
0: is uh, my third team with Devin. So we were in Jersey, then I yeah. came here, and now he's here. <laughs> yeah, and listening it,
1: to these two have a conversation, oh Oh, it's
0: fine. Because, De- you know, Devin is one of the few people that has been around me long enough to know how to talk to me. Yeah, right? he so does Devin, not take so, crap. You know, so Devin like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. And I was like, all right, cool, right? Because that's the best way, like, like... I just like to fuck around I like to talk a lot of shit I like to crack a lot of jokes like there's, there's yeah, nothing else absolutely. for me to do and Dev's the one person that like I've known Richard long enough and like all my new teammates well I was just gonna
1: say the funny is they're so young so they're all like taking his stuff and they're kind of like listening they're, and like, smiling like you don't know what to shit. say yeah. Yeah. and then you get oh, Devin yeah, come yeah. in yeah. and he's like no, no, not no with shut the
0: fuck up Richard like <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm sick of your shit right now it's like Dev, I just told you you were zero for five from three. You should probably drive once. Right? <laughs> so, uh, no, man. But, but uh, honestly, man, like, what, what, how old are you now?
2: I'm 25, turn 26 and
0: May. God, you're fucking old. Um, I feel old, no, man. Well, you know, congratulations, man. You got, you got any babies on the way? What's your story?
2: Uh, no babies, man. Just trying to get to year one, uh, July 29th. Tonight, 29th. Are you doing like a
0: like something cool, or what, what's your story?
2: Man, maybe take a little, little anniversary trip to either... Nantucket? Movies. Where are you going?
0: Martha? finger. Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> <Martha. laughs> no, no, you laugh, but ask him where he got married. I, I would do no, the, uh, South Africa. Ask
1: him, Africa. But, but ask him where he got married. You said North Carolina.
0: No, 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 no. No, no Kent got married in North Carolina. Oh, That's gotcha. Where did he get married? Where did he get married? Uh, Newport, Rhode mm-hmm. Island. Newport, cool. Rhode Island. Yeah, that's it's,
1: pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful. Newport.
0: It's the widest place in the fucking world. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, no, but um, hey, great great, great. I'm just gonna
1: put this out there. South Africa sounds like a good. No, idea. South
0: Africa. I, I yeah. have been there. It Cape is, Town is, is a, supposed a, to be unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So. Even there? I have been there. I went for the World Cup
2: a See, few years ago. You and Devin uh, both bougie. Both, no, it's not no bougie. bougie. No, you
0: know what this is? This is the thing, man. Like we've been so blessed, and we've been in such a great position. Like we've made money with this, and so like I'm a big like I. I went to Africa for the first time when I was like. Ten years old, my parents on a missionary trip, but it wasn't it wasn't bougie. There's was nothing bougie about that trip. <laughs> I, but I'm just I, saying, that was humble, humble. No, trip. that was a very humble trip. But I'm just saying though, like if you get an opportunity to experience things, like yeah. go to the World Cup. Go to you know go We're to Wimbledon go travel go do yeah. all of, go do all of that stuff and so like for you and your wife to go to South Africa it's good now Kent and his wife to go to South Africa because he married a beautiful Caucasian woman it's a little weird you know what I'm saying like you know, just, the culture well, there is still weird. Okay. <laughs> like the culture like you got know, oh, okay. like like you know like HB and his wife can be on the cover of Essence. Have you guys been on the cover of Essence yet? No, <laughs> not nah, 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 yeah, but nah, give it some time. Nah, nah, give it some nah, time. Nah. Like Black Love, it's beautiful. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, everything, uh, everything. <laughs> Where are we just go? Off yeah, yeah, everything so. is a little, uh, uh, you know. So you know, no, I swear to you, because I went on a tour. I went with a tour guide. Yeah. And one of the things before we went to... No, like actually,
1: one, I was in Venezuela and my 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 family adopted a bunch of kids when we were growing up. Um,
0: which is a random statement that she just wants to bring up Venezuela? at the end of the podcast, no, but it
1: But we, my host brother, it, we... And then when I say adopted, it wasn't that they lived with us, but we helped pay for yeah, yeah, yeah. their lives. Yeah, But so. My host brother in Venezuela. I traveled with him when I was 13 back to Venezuela. It yeah. was the same thing. We got stopped at everything. every
0: yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's no one of the things was like, hey, we can like. So we went to watch. We watched two games in the World Cup. Mm. Um, and then they were like, well, we can go like when they were scheduling. Like, we can go to one other place, but it's you know South Africa still has some like cultural things that are still standing that are very and they were like so who are you traveling but then there's like you know is there any african-americans blah blah, blah. it's like yeah we have one and kareem rush was one of the guys and they were and they were like and he's a fairly dark individual including yourself like, like yourself <laughs> and so they were like well yeah let's avoid this city right because we were going to restaurants we were going to dinners yeah. and like you know we don't care we're just out talking to everybody so they were like let's just avoid this city let's avoid let, let's get to like more of a liberal part uh, of south part africa time, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. like You know, so let's do that. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you can go to some places, like, you know, that are great, and then some places are, you know, a little different. So you're going
2: to World Cup this year in Russia.
0: I will not be going to Russia, no. But (laughs) where is the next World Cup? Is it Qatar? Is it Qatar?
1: Yeah, they're building one in Qatar, but is that the next one?
0: Is that the... Well, there's one this summer in Russia.
2: So... I don't, know. I don't know where the yeah I
0: went to the women's World Cup in Germany and then i went to um, i watched the the women's final I'm a big soccer fan like especially the the women's team uh, uh the men's team they are you know i love them i love soccer so you know it's just tough for me when they fail to make the world Cup like that was just yeah. a failure but anyways yeah. I that just want to right. thank you for coming on. We this is one of our longest podcasts, but I think given you know I mean, the content. So you, you
2: had you had the wine. You, you had I, wine I figured wine it was, I figured no, it was I a this conversation. was a long I this maybe no. one, no, 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 one of the shortest. No, no, this
0: is no this is one of the longer ones. This is one of the longer ones, one, but the conversation was awesome. No, right?
1: it was. And it was really fun listening to you guys kind of rehash everything and yeah. say your well, his side of the story.
2: <laughs> my, my thing is yeah, I mean this was definitely twenty sixteen he wanted to get to the twenty sixteen finals through the eyes of Richard. I know he's never I just have to
1: say we've done this he's never done a timeline thing and he's like All right, first year, second year,
2: third year. Oh no! This is gonna make. I do not want to come on now. No, fuck
0: Andre. (laughs) What up, Andre? Uh, No, but my thing is, it's like this: like, like history is told by the winners, right? Like, at the end of the day, if you win a war, you get to tell the history, right? Like, that's just that. Well, and
1: you two are both on both sides of it, which is really interesting. Well,
0: yeah, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. He's such a gracious friend because if I was on the other side of it, I don't know if I would sit down and tell the story. And my story would be a did lot. Did he different. know it was
1: coming
0: though? No, he. Didn't, but this is my guy. Like, but I wanted to hear he everything. To I wanted to hear everything. Here, here's
2: how I look at it, right? <laughs> I, I get the text from Please RJ. Well, no, we go to Denver last time, right? And Devin was like, "Hey, yeah, I did the, you know, road trip with RJ." I was like. Wow, RJ, RJ didn't text me. That's messed up. So is. I see RJ in chapel. I said, It's messed up. He didn't text me. He said, Oh, bro, I got you. I got you. I got so you. Like, know
0: what, you know what it was? Is that so, you know, Devin, you know, again, I've known since Devin
1: was. Well, and you, you had know, joked about that on that no, podcast and, and too, I, I, coming I, to Denver. Yeah. And then, and then
0: <coughs> I joked about that. And then I asked Dirk, I asked Dirk, you know, got to give, you know, Dirk, you know, Swish the opportunity. Um, and then you were like, well, what's up, bro? Can I come on the podcast, bro? Like, that's cool, you're gonna ask everybody about me. And I was like, dude, I got you, right? Hey, <laughs> so, <gonna> it. <laughs> luckily, so luckily, uh, Allie and Joe came up with how to fix uh, yes. the audio, because we were struggling. We were struggling for a good 10 minutes before this got on. But Special again, thanks to Joe. another episode of Road tripping. Love you guys, uh, talk to you later.